Hello, guys and girls, and welcome to episode 33 of the VR Insight podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show that is live streamed every Saturday on Nathie's YouTube channel. You can tune into the show live at 4 p.m. in Europe, 3 p.m. in the UK, and 9 a.m. in Central US. If you miss the show, you can catch up with the whole show where I re-upload it every Sunday to my own YouTube channel, Virtual Reality Oasis. Or check out the audio-only version, which is available on Google Play Music, iTunes, and on SoundCloud. If you enjoy the audio version, please leave us a review on iTunes or on SoundCloud, and that would really, really help us out. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback during the show, please put them in the chat and we'll try to answer as many questions as we can. We're back on track with our usual live schedule. Sorry about last week's episode. Me and the Zimmeister were in EGX resed in London, so we couldn't make the live show, so we pre-recorded it. But we're back on track this week and we are live, so feel free to interact with us in the chat. So if you're new to the show, let me introduce you to the team. First up, this guy's best friend is a little hedgehog called Henry. It is our main man, Nathie himself. How you doing, dude? Hey, what's up? Yes, I returned to Henry's story once again, and it was beautiful. It was good to go back in there, man. Had he missed you? Did He, he, he did. Was he happy to he, see he you ma- again? He made me a cake, like a stra- strawberry cake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in the end, you know, we, we couldn't eat it. But if you want to know why, then you should watch it yourself. But uh, <laughs> nice. I was, I was about to, to take there. a bite and then something happened, you know, something horrible, something. Oh, man, I, I, I can still feel it. Cake was <laughs> made of out. little Henry's. <laughs> yes, yes. But I do feel like I, I like I have you guys, of course, but now I have an extra friend and it's a hedgehog. And I know it's I, I know it sounds weird, but, you know, uh, in, in VR, everything can can be can be true, you know. And uh, if you dream about like having a, a hedgehog as a friend, then you can. You know, it's it's all well, possible. I, I'm glad you and friend uh, Henry got to reignite that friendship together. It was a beautiful yes. thing to witness. It was, yeah. So this next guy, he likes to go into space and make out with robots. It is <laughs> our rowdy guy. How you doing, man? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Well, what do you mean make out with robots? It's not like I do that on a daily basis. I mean, it happened once and it was, it was private, <laughs> you know. You were supposed to blab that out to everyone. Sorry, I exposed uh, you. If you want to know what happened, uh, you need to check out my latest. <laughs> <laughs> is everyone just promoting their own videos? <laughs> yeah. This is genius. Right. Yeah. Next up, he's not itching. He's twitching and eating bugs. It's our resident Twitch streamer, Zimtok5. How are you doing, man? You all right? You slipped what that one in there, Mike, the pinnacle of my week. Yeah. Eating mealworms. Uh, Thank you to yeah. uh, user Darkened Dragon for giving me a bar of chocolate covered in worms, which I ate live. It was wow. difficult. Wow. That, wow. Yeah. Does it, did you taste the worms? Like, were they horrid or was it actually okay? They were crunchy. I actually, oh, I've always heard that they taste quite good. Mealworms. The, these were uh, taste very, they, like, these were dried. Yeah, they, were, they were dried, so like, you know, I wouldn't say there no. was much flavor to it. No. Thankfully, so at, at my work, they uh, they there was like a, I, I don't know if they still do it, but they sell those like uh, burgers of made of mealworms. Oh, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, 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 no way. Like, there's just no way. Like, I'm really funny about my food. Like, I won't yeah. even eat chicken on the bone. I get that funny about it. So, there's no but, way I'm eating a bug. But it's free. <laughs> like, Mike, you just go outside into your garden and you can just catch them and you can put them on a burger. And you don't need to go well, to the supermarket. So, if you're hungry and you don't have anything in your, let's say, fridge, you just go outside 
grab some bugs, put them on a burger like in The Lion King, and then bam, done. Mm. Or there's an alternative, which was the first thing I ran across, which was, which was this, which oh is my. a worm in lollipop. a lollipop. And, uh, you're you're so literally tiny. licking the head of this guy when you're. Uh, mm. The thing is, this is so rancid. Just the block of horrible stuff from America uh, that I just stopped. I was like, I'm not doing this. And then I got to the other present, which was a bar of chocolate covered in meal worms. And I was like, and you know what? Fine, I'll feckin' down it. But it wasn't fun. And the, thankfully, the VOD gets deleted in like a week. So, right. Are you kidding me? You should totally keep that VOD up. I, I want to uh, see that VOD. So don't delete it. Don't delete it. I don't. It's not my uh, choice. Uh, it's a it's a standard on Twitch. That uh, after. So there you have it. If you want to eat Zim, eat a chocolate bar covered in bugs, go and check out his Twitch channel right now and Stop check out the VOD. Stop everyone's gonna... cock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. Can, can, you, can you guys subscribe to my oh wait you're already on my channel <laughs> you're oh, never mind here. okay yeah. well, so, that's sad last but by no means least myself <laughs> host of the show Mike from Virtual Reality Oasis in today's episode we're going to be talking about alien descent are you will, willing to sacrifice your clean underwear to go face to face with an alien we'll find out the Vive Pro cameras uh, HTC finally spills the beans on what these cameras are actually used for and we're going to be talking about Defector. Are you ready to step into the shoes of a spy and take on a deadly mission in this upcoming game from Twisted Pixel? We will soon find out. So let's uh, find out what everyone's been up to this week first. Uh, one game only because these things go oh. way too way too in-depth and way too crazy. Oh, it takes up like the whole show otherwise. So pick your best one, what you've been up to this week, and uh, yeah, let, let's, let's hear it. So let's uh, kick it over to Rowdy first. Find out what you've been yeah. up to, man. Um- I've I've actually haven't been able to play that many games today, so that's uh, uh, this week. That's actually uh, maybe a good thing. But the thing I want to highlight is the thing that I actually tried uh, yesterday. That was uh, once uh, once VR. You guys probably know it's it's an older title, but uh, I've been talking to the developers a little while, a little bit, and they wanted me to highlight a couple of the builds that they're they actually have um, for their game. Like they have like uh, if you combine certain spells together, then you can make like a very strong build uh, that is very aggressive, or you can make one that is very like focus on like health or like a different kind of builds and the build that i tried yesterday what was do you mean by build? Build. Yeah, sorry, like, i'm lost and it, like it's a magic casting game so you have a combination of four different kind of spells that you can that you can use uh, you have four different kind of spells but oh. you can also combine certain spells with each other to m- make them complement each other basically mm-hmm. so a build that i had what that they made for me was a, a very aggressive build uh, in which I would use uh, my own health, for example, to try and damage the op- your opponent. But you had to, of course, do it in a such a way that you don't lose too much health. So it's actually, I was surprised because um, I've, I've been playing this game already a couple of times. And every time I get out to someone who's like, like I think last time that I played it, I played against like someone who, who was like the seasonal champion of the entire game. So I was like, what am I doing in here with my stupid wand? Like I, I, I literally had no shot at, at all. And now that also kind of happened, not to someone who's a seasonal champion, but someone who was maybe a little bit less good. Um, and then uh, after that, like after I played like roughly for like half an hour against like people who were crazy good, I met someone who was more on like my level, like, you know, way, way lower. Uh, and that was a lot more fun to be to be doing it because I can actually have a chance. You can actually try out the build as well. And um, there's a lot of stuff in that game that um, that is actually really well thought out and really balanced as well because uh i kind of like it that you can make these kind of different kind of builds that like play out their own strengths and weaknesses i think that's that's neat Mm. that's kind of uh yeah i wanted to highlight that highlight that for a moment 
Cool. cool, cool. So you actually, when you took out this guy, you actually won one game. So is that what you're saying? Like you got wrecked <laughs> no, no. and then you just so, won. <laughs> so I, I first played against someone and I lost like 5-0. And I think the most kind of damage that I did was like maybe 50 out of 100. And every time right. I got like destroyed. Like, And I, I, I didn't even know what kind of, because it was a girl, I think. Uh, I didn't even know what kind of spells that she was using. And then the second time, it was also a full game that also was five matches. And then I won with 5-0 because I kind of knew what I was doing by then. Right, right. But ones is like a multiplayer-only game, right? It's yeah. not like a, it's not yeah. got a single-player well, campaign or anything. They don't have a single-player campaign, but I think that people have been requesting um, because there's not always so many people online that are playing it. They want to have something to do still. Mm. Um, so you right. can actually practice uh, your skills of aiming and that kind of stuff in like more like a, a wave shooter kind of thing that like it's like in between sessions so when you're waiting for someone to connect you can still actually do something at least you don't have to wait um, right. for someone to to come online which is a good addition right. i would like to see like something more um, that you can actually test out your spells because they have like a yeah. cellar and where you can like play against like you know static objects like those like mm-hmm. wooden dolls or whatever they are uh, but i would like to have like some kind of ai still implemented so you can at mm-hmm. least practice a little bit That'd be neat. And how does um how does the game compare to like say like the Unspoken for example because that's like another spell casting game right yeah. like um, I have I have myself I have not played the Unspoken um, right. I've seen videos of it and I have the impression that this is still more on a competitive basis even more than the Unspoken. Right. All right, wow, and there's, yeah. there's a pretty nice community behind it as well. Mm, mm. I love it that, that games like this, you know, still have a community behind it that is thriving yeah. still and still playing the game yeah. and still enjoying it. You know, if, if if casting spells and making spells is your bag, then you know, I, I'm really happy that people are sort of digging it. It's yeah. a really good yeah. question, isn't it, Mike? Like, I mean, what is the best spell casting game that you've played? I would almost say Waltz of the Wizard was probably my yeah. favorite. This is a free demo. Yeah, I never PC. tried Waltz of the Wizard, but I did play really- uh, the Unspoken when it was just multiplayer only like they've got a single player out now uh, which i haven't tried but it's supposed to be pretty decent but i know like caleb like reality check vr like he used to enter into like the unspoken tournaments and stuff like that yeah. uh, and get is really that, into isn't, it isn't mage still maybe one of the best like spell casting yeah. uh yeah titles, or i've only done an hour or two in it but it looks really solid so i need to mm-hmm. it's a long game though so i need to like spend a weekend doing that i'm actually uh, that's on my to-do list I also like yeah. actually the thing where they, I forgot the name, where you need to use your hands to like cast the spells. Is that the wizards? Uh, that's uh, 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 the runes. runes. Uh, runes. Uh, something. But the, yeah. the wizard does it as well. The wizard does it as well. Because yeah. You can like pull up like a shield. Yeah. The, the way that they do the spell casting there is pretty neat. Oh, oh and Skyrim. Uh, oh, and uh, <laughs> the, the Soul Keeper as well. Uh, oh wow they're all coming out the woodwork yeah um, um yeah. there's so yeah, many so there, there's so many games. there is so if you want to be a wizard in vr you've got plenty of choice that's, yeah, that's true <laughs> so let's find out what zim's been up to this week what you've been up to dude i think uh the one i'll highlight um because i always like i always like plug i could plug the easy one which i I'll, I'll say it some other time because we played windlands too mike and i and i think that that team's oh, done right. a really good job won my res best to show. It's fucking awesome. And I got to play like three bosses deep, non-public stuff, which was awesome. Um, but the thing that I'll plug, if you know the Nebuchadnezzar from mm. the Matrix. Of course. There is a, you're going to be surprised I'm saying this now. There's a 360 degree video, um, short film called Sonar. With so Nicholas Sonar, Cage. like what bats have. And it's only about four minutes long. But 
totally worth doing. They really did okay. it right. I mean, it's it's from 2014, and it's a awesome. film festival winner. It's fucking brilliant. Like if you ever played Surge, which was this mm-hmm. really beat heavy uh, short musical thing that also was like in the same era. It was like a DK2 demo. I'd never seen Sonar at the time. I think it was just relegated to this film festival and didn't come to the platform at the time. Otherwise, I would have played it. But that's on Oculus Home. And I, I don't know if it's on Steam, but Sonar was really cool. Uh, and they go to dark places. And I, I really appreciated that. So where can we check this out if I want to try it out ourselves? Yeah, it's uh, so Oculus Home. Uh, Sonar. Oh, Oculus Home. Is, is it free, by the way? Or free. do you need to pay? Yeah, okay. Fair yeah. enough. Okay, I cool. four minutes, so I had Yeah, exactly. So, no, so, I'm sorry, I didn't say that. It is a free yeah. thing in the bathroom, yeah. So what made you uh, try this one out? Was it something that's been re-released recently or was I, it just something you heard of? Caught my eye. Just caught my yeah, eye. Right. You know, like sometimes um, I'll look through the Oculus Home Store and I'll just look at like shorter nitty bits and just look look for stuff that are kind of like, I would just like try and random bits because you never know when you're going to run across something that no one else has heard of. And you're like, wow, mm. that was really that was really good. Yeah. All you yeah. people who've been writing this down have no idea, you know, but this okay. is actually really, really well rated on the store. I think it's like four, four and a half stars. Um, cool well, definitely work and it's like definitely it's like four four minutes long do you say so yeah, it's quite it's, a short experience but, it, but very it's very fun. nebuchadnezzar again if you know the ship from the matrix how it's yeah. like the sunken into the ship kind of floating around thing and it's actually quite fast-paced because uh, these mm. types of films the artsy fartsy ones tend to be quite slow and yeah. like revealing this one doesn't like hold you by the hand it, it's, it's they're saying in I'm the chat uh, that it's uh it's uh, 99 cents okay maybe i uh, okay over overlooked the dollar <laughs> okay <laughs> but it's worth checking out it's yeah. worth checking out worth I, I love it when i hear about uh stuff that i've never heard of and uh, people are excited about it like i've just made a note of it so we'll definitely check it out later on today um but this is this is why this podcast is so great like all these different people come up with these different experiences and we can sort of share them with everyone yeah. i feel like we're doing some good work here good thank work. you zim for Charity. your uh, i really appreciate Charity it for the week. <laughs> so uh nathy what have you been up to this week man well, uh, I, I'm not sure uh, what game you were going to pick, Mike. Uh, if it was Paper Valley, then I'm happy to skip that one and, and go to the... No, you can uh, talk about Paper Valley. I was going to talk about something else. Okay, cool beans. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I play Paper Valley. Um, and what kind of game is Paper Valley? Well, that's a good one. I think, first of all, Paper Valley is better known as Paper Garden for some reason. I, I found it out on the internet. It was like a like a different title, and they changed it up. I don't know why yeah. and what happened to it. But um, so in Paper Valley, you you throw it little paper planes at certain targets. It's it's like a little relaxation, meditation, calm experience, you know. And uh, yeah, you just need to find your way out of certain worlds and. When you are throwing those paper planes at targets, uh, the world around you will grow. So you you start in a boring looking grotto, and then later on, uh, uh, it starts to come to life because you yeah. you hit those targets, and those targets are basically the, the the seeds that that get spread through the world itself, and then you see things grow around you, and everything becomes very colorful. So you're you're filling in the world through playing the game. Um, and, and it's about like, it, it's about two hours in total, as far as I know, or two and a half. It depends on how, how good you are. Um, it, it's more a game that is, is like an escape. So if you feel like you had a rough day or a busy day, then that's the game for you. If you are one of those, like, you know, uh, um, achievement hunters or, 
uh, a person who looks for a challenge, then this is not really, it's it's not very, let's say it's not super hard to play. Um, it's just, it, it doesn't want you to rage quit this this title, you know? But yeah. it, it, it's it's nice, and and the, the the art style is cool, and the environments are very relaxing. It's just one of those, yeah, I don't know, just just drift away in in, yeah. in metaphors, basically like that. Yeah, exactly. Like I I played it as well, and I would I would mirror what you're saying. You know, it's very relaxing. It's almost like a really chilled experience. Yeah, you can't die. There's no boss no, fights. No. You never run out of planes. No, you're so never. If, yeah. you're constantly missing then it doesn't matter you no. can just keep going yeah um and 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 almost for me that's what kind of let the game down for in my in my eyes is that um it didn't have that challenge aspect to it so it didn't really have enough to keep me drawn into the game because it doesn't have a story yeah that's it, uh, it, it is all just about this really mellow music yeah. being in this space making it vibrant again and then moving on so it is very peaceful and like you say if you if you're not into like going into onward and like getting into an, an intense firefight or fighting a dragon yeah. or you know shooting some zombies then this is probably the game for you so if, mm-hmm. if you're into those more relaxed sort of games and definitely there, there is an audience for them because like oh yeah i sure. compared it to like a uh, flower on the playstation you know like that kind of game where you kind of drift through the environment and just uh, make these flowers grow and you're making the environment grow it, it really reminded me of that so uh, i think it has its own merits but personally i just felt yeah. I just needed to be I, I think I think still like like it's sixteen dollars right now. I I think that if it's about like maybe ten dollars, I, I would buy it. I, I still think mm-hmm. that sixteen dollars or like fifteen is 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 a bit too much for mm-hmm. uh because because in the end those those two and a half hours of gameplay are basically the same thing you're doing all over mm-hmm. again. It's not like it's it's refreshing itself along the way. Yeah. Of course the, the worlds where you are in are changing. But let's say the gameplay itself is not really uh, spicing itself up in a way because you, yeah. you can use different paper planes and every paper plane has its own like uh, uh, strength that you can use. Yeah. But it's not like you are getting more and more the, the the more you play. It's not really achieving you in any way. It's not like you're unlocking anything. It's no. just you, you proceed done. It, it's not in a hurry, basically. It's not trying to... Yeah. It just tries you to like like forget about real life for a second. That's what it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On the subject of paper planes, actually, um, I know you're saying it's so casual and laid back, but what I learned this week about paper planes is that if you make paper planes and you throw them, <laughs> yeah, okay, there's a puppy around. My God, that puppy's gonna wreck your house. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a different not, story. It's not in any way what you described, Nathan. So I don't know about these developers. I might have to write this a friendly word. Trust me, trust me. Throwing a real paper plane is is a lot harder than doing it in this game because if you throw a paper plane, you can control it with your controller. Yeah, uh, you yeah, you can twist it and, and let it go up and down. So after uh, the event, like a heat-seeking yeah, so missile in Half Life. Yeah. yeah, so you throw yeah. it at a certain pace, and if the pace is good, then you can also control it in a like a heat-seeking nice missile way. in Half Life. Exactly. That is how do paper planes work? <laughs> <laughs> hey, did, did you guys though. hear they're, they're like like bell? No, no, no. Wait, I'm not going there. Sorry. No. VR games, but three, right? But it, but it's funny. Like uh, after, like, like I paid it like nonstop, two and a half hours straight, just finished the game in uh, one sitting. And afterwards, at the end, I was like, oh man, my arm, like, because I was proper like <laughs> fuzzing these planes. And it's like I don't know if you remember playing like Wii tennis back in the day. Like you play it for like a few hours, and you'd be like. Oh my arm really hurts. I got RSI from yeah. throwing paper planes. So it is an fun. Oculus uh, uh, home exclusive. Um, I tried it with Revive. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. So uh, oh right, it's good to know. I, I didn't have any hands. I was like somewhere stuck in the ground, like trying to look up. 
searching for some paper planes, but that didn't work. Um, but there is like an Easter egg in there. If you look at the clouds, you see like a Vive-shaped logo. And I don't know if that's just random stuff, but I was like, wow. hey, look, look, guys, I think it's coming to the Vive. I, I don't know. It's an Easter indie title. I, I don't see why this would be an exclusive. And and this is also a game that you can play on the PlayStation VR soon. I'm, I'm sure that that could work fine. So I, I, I hope it will happen. I think, uh, like, because you mentioned it was originally called Paper Garden. Uh, I think they probably had this small scale game planned, and yeah. then Oculus probably funded them quite well, a lot to expand I it think and make so. it bigger. I think yeah, so because I, I did see a Vive gameplay when it was called Paper Garden. So maybe right. after they got the funds, they also decided to change the title. But still, I mean, let's just share this this amazing experience on on Steam and and all those other platforms out there. I mean, it, it, it's really nice. So I'm sh- I'm sure it will come eventually. I'm sure it will. Um, but this week, I got to check out uh, Box VR, and I know um, you know Zim has been uh, raving about it in the past. Uh, he got to check it out. And uh, I was like, yeah, okay, I finally got my mixed reality set up, sort of nailed. Like, like I really wanted to t- test a game with it, so I fired up uh, Box VR, and I actually had a lot of fun with it. Like, uh, I got my gym kit on, I thought, yeah, I'm going to really sweat it out. And I did end up sort of, you know, getting a bit hot and sweaty, having a workout. My heart rate went up, you know, I lost some calories, according to my Apple Watch. <laughs> and then um, I was like, okay, the, the the sort of music in the game is is okay, it's fine, it sort of gets you gets you going but importing your own tracks like wow that works so well like their beat detection is sick isn't it it's really so cool so there's some tracks that i i downloaded from epidemic so my video wouldn't get claimed (laughs) and uh (laughs) uh, chuck those in and uh yeah you basically import a track so uh, sort of an mp3 file and then the game just creates uh you know the beats in time with it uh, and then it sort of takes about a minute maybe to compose a track and then says you can play this now choose your difficulty easy medium or hard and then just click on the one you want to choose press play and then those beats are perfectly in sync with the music <laughs> and i was just like how did they do this like magic do you know what i mean it's so I, incredible when the game first launched actually mike and, and there's a lot of older like steam page things that complained about the beat detection and then right. they refined it refined it refined it and thankfully just before i played it the first time i think it was january or something like that uh they released a patch and since then it's been really solid yeah Yeah. really really nice really nice and um they've just announced a multiplayer so it's not like multiplayer in the same space unfortunately because that would have been pretty cool but you can just have someone's score up next to it and compete against that on your on your import times when you're importing songs i found against things like audio surf a a 2d Mm -hmm. game that also has beat detection I think audio surface maybe twice as fast. Did you find it was it took maybe a minute and a half or something like that to import a song or? Yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, about that. But it was, you know, it's worth the wait, I think, in my mind, if it's going to be spot on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like a lot of people really like the video as well. And, and the idea of working out in VR, people are sort of really on board with that idea. Yeah. Like I know some people are worried about like sweat, like destroying your vibe and stuff like that. I, I get it. But like, I think if you're, if you're, if you've got set up, you know, and you're, you're using like a VR cover or something similar, that's going to push all the sweat away. And as long as you're not putting the headset like face down when you're finished, so all the sweat like pulls into it, right. then you, you're going to be fine. But, but, know? but, okay. So I'm going to be fine. But what if I use a vibe and, and, and it, just just breaks 
then you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Then you're screwed. <laughs> so beware, everyone. It's not in their uh, whatever. Uh, how do you call it? Uh, Terms of condition. Uh, yeah. Well, we, we, this, it's interesting you mentioned that because like I've heard <laughs> of vibes breaking because of sweat, right? You know, Barnacles ruined Tribal Instincts oh, vibe. Uh, you know, Sebastian from Mixed Reality TV, his yeah. vibe has recently broken and he, he put a video out saying, you know, they've been really funny about replacing it. Yeah. But I haven't really heard of these horror stories with the Rift so much. Hang on, no. hang on. So, so Gabe did not create every one equal you know so i think it's important to say that there are some people like i've got a russian friend who's a big fecker and he sweats like a waterfall right and, right. and it's not just that if you're bigger or smaller some people just have pores that were designed to just squirt this is going the wrong way but you know what i mean like it is if you know yourself if you are like a heavy sweater then maybe maybe just stop every so often and do a wipe down. That's all you really need to do. Just don't let it turn into fucking liquid waterfall. That's, yeah. So, so the advice from the podcast: if you're squirting everywhere, stop every every now and again, have a wipe down, start again. <laughs> so, I mean, someone yeah. someone is asking if the VR covers are like really helping you to like like so filter good. the sweat. I think they do, but yeah. like yeah. also someone is saying like, uh, is the vogging also disappearing? No. No, that's not the case. Because, like, in the end, like mm. inside the headset, it always gets hot, even if you use VR yeah. covers or not, because the heat comes off your face. Though. I never have. Um, I rarely in, in the Rift. I, I rarely have, have the problem. But I need to buy. I'm wiping a lot, and in the Rift, yeah. it's just one. Uh, it's it's. I don't know. It, it depends on the headset, I guess, as well. I, it also I depends on the cover. Vive over the Rift. Never. Yeah. The thing that I've noticed is so if you have a cover that looks like that kind of like fake leatherette surface mm. that stuff just lets the water just build up if you use the more denim like cotton covers mm. from yeah, 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 cover, yeah. It's it's so, it it'll just suck it in and you can just bin that one throw another one on i mean it's that's the way i do it and i yeah. really don't have a problem i swear i got it. a i got a new design by the way it's very very nice look at this new design of vr cover yeah well it's it's I new i mean i uh, i, I changed it up a bit oh nice with red and, and colorful blue. Blue and red. Yeah. Are these? Rowdy, the, you yeah, use, use the leatherette one then. Yeah, this, you use the, the fat sports edition. That's how they call it. Oh, it's the sports yeah. edition. It's, it's like a camera? leathery. That's why. That's why I find it a little bit uh, surprising that you yeah. said that, because I think these are more designed for uh, the sweat kind of stuff. Because it's like a little bit like a, a leathery kind of stuff. It doesn't. It doesn't suck it up. Yeah. yeah like uh, it, it actually like. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. That's, that's, the, that's the one I use, but I use the thinner version. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because I think the problem with the original Oculus foam is that because it, it just soaks all that stuff up, it just sits in it, and that's the problem. The Vive foam Whereas, is way worse, though. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, really? It right. is awful. Right. No, no, come on. Nathy, tell me. Like, what do it's, you think of the original Vive foam? It's very, it's very cheap, and it, it starts to smell funny, and it, like, oh. the, the color, <laughs> like, let's say if you let it, let two friends try it and they sweat a lot it's so it's so you gross can't go near it for a day it's so you gross like near it for a day it's, it's so <laughs> it's so gross like you never want to wear it again it mike i'll tell you what thing. it is it's it's like a synthetic sponge so what happens is it just sucks it, like it sucks in the sweat but you there's no way to clean it like you literally oh. have to kind of take it out and like run under the sink and oh my three or four rinses it's just not good still using the same one so i mean if you share your headset you should really get those like little like plastic paper things or something that you can like place over that so oh yeah i will want an egx i look like an idiot you look like such More an so idiot. Than but yeah, cover it will definitely hook you up. I think it's like one of the best accessories for a headset. Like like just on the rowdy one, though. So, oh, yeah, that one. 
the original ones that weren't so great. But um, like like the thing I was going to say is the way that was marketed, the anti-sweat one, is like if you're someone demoing at booths and stuff, this is what you need because it, it wipes down easy. That's the thing. But I, mm, I still yeah. stand by and I have – I'll show you in a minute. I have about – uh, 25 different VR covers because they send me feck loads yeah. of them because uh, I'm an active guy and you know they, but I, I really do think that any of the ones that are more like cloth like are the ones that you want because they're they'll, they'll take in they're easier to wash they're easier to clean they're better for home use I would say but what you want to be careful of like don't go on eBay and get one of the early early versions because like the early Rift version was terrible it would just fall off the unit but the current builds, if you buy it now, buy it new, they're they're fine. They're yeah. It's funny that you mentioned the cloth one because I hate using the cloth one. I just use the, the pleather one that like that rowdy just showed. It's, it's like like the, the cloth one is kind of like blocking your view a bit or something. Yeah. Like that. It's too... I don't like the feel of it either. No, 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 uh, no, no. I think maybe we're maybe we're talking about different ones, but I mean exactly. I'll show you the one I'm talking about here if I this one, yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's very know. soft. This, I, is, I, this is the revised nice. one. So it pretty much right. stays on if you know how to put it on. But again, it, the thing you have to do when you're putting this on is back of the head first. Yeah. And if like you're a glasses user or if you have long hair, that's because my, my wife said, she's like, I can't do that because then I pull all my hair into my face and I can't do that. So you can put your face against it and then slide that over the back. But right, right. also, uh, before we we stop uh, promoting them for free, <laughs> uh, I, uh, you, you, uh, you also get this with every uh, – yeah. uh, Perfect. Well, oh, product. Yeah, right. it's, it's for your lenses. No, you can clean those. So yeah, that's nice, right? That's very, uh, yeah. very handy. Oh, oh, this is great. I love this topic. Hang on, we got to do this. Which wipe do you use? I use the one that came with my PSVR. Oh, so what? I use this. What, what, whatever. These, uh, lens wipes. The These what? lens wipes from Zeiss. Oh, um, oh you actually have stuff. So fancy, wow, Mike. Oh, <laughs> So posh. Uh, well, well, I mean, Mike, Mike has a baby, you know. It's a rift, so I mean, you need to yeah. use the best products ever. I, I have three babies now. Yeah, three well, that, babies. That's what I'm talking about. Looking to expand. I, the I have been, I have been using the Oculus PK1 <laughs> uh, uh, cloth for a very long time, but after all, it just starts to. Yeah, well, that's that's the one. Oh, that's the one you want. Well, they got two out of four yeah. of us, I guess. Yeah. And Paradise Decay just said, "I use a beer mat." <laughs> so so ghetto PD, I like uh, it. I just, I just right. go on my ass. So uh, go... Oh yeah, yeah. I just get sandpaper. <laughs> quick, quick warning: <laughs> don't use toilet paper or well other yeah. things. Then uh, you know, not smart. Hey, hey Mike, yeah. April Fool's next year. A sandpaper into oh, your oh, don't. 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 Mike, Mike, Mike is wiping his lenses with his like uh, like his head because it's also yeah, so smooth, so smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Vox is asking if uh, alcohol wipes are bad for these kind of lenses. Uh, I, I really don't yeah. know, to be honest, because yeah. these these ice ones. Um, can, can you test it, Mike? You're a reviewer, after all. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't think these are alcohol based, but these are like lens uh, uh, wipes for your glasses uh, and your mobile phone and stuff like that. Those so they, they would be safe, though, Mike. Yeah, those, those yeah. are those yeah. are equivalent of. Do you ever did you ever remember like from like the nineties? They had these like big like almost like baby canisters of wipes you'd have for your PC monitor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back when it was a CRT screen and it would like just attract dust like crazy. Listen, if you yeah, yeah I do remember. If you use alcohol, then you can also risk the uh, that you remove some color from the strap itself or uh, whatever that you're using. So I really yeah. don't recommend using anything with alcohol. Wow, the the memories, the memories. 
Good tip, Rowley. Good tip. So uh, first up, we're going to start off with some small news. Um, we've got uh, the VR Spring Sale has started on Steam, so it's running all this weekend. Uh, it's going to it's going to stop on Monday. So if you want to pick up some sweet deals uh, on for your Vive or for your Rift or for your Windows Mixed Reality headset, jump over to Steam this weekend and make sure you pick up uh, some of those titles. Some have got some really great discounts as well. Like here are some of the best ones. Ooh. Go on, Zim. I was just going to comment. We covered it on my on my channel head to toe, and usually I go through and I'm like, "Fucking horror." Horrible game, terrible game. You know, I you know how I am. Yeah. yeah. This time, 85 percent of what they have featured on there, bloody awesome. Like they have a, yeah, exactly. their, their their main page with all the the main deals. I think it's static, so hopefully my yeah. comment still sticks. There's a huge array of great deals on great games. Yeah, so I picked out like 10 that I thought were the most standout, like sort of best deals. Yeah. Uh, we've got Rick and Morty, which is 50% off. Yeah. Uh, Arizona Sunshine, 45% off. The Gallery, episodes one and two together in a bundle is 50% off right now. If you haven't checked out The Gallery, it's a really, really cool Very game. Beautiful. Um, Did you like the second one? I haven't played it. See, I, I haven't played it. It's so weird. Like, And that bundle's not inexpensive. Like, What's that bundle cost again? 18 or something? So it's... Yeah, so it's going to be around eighteen pounds, I think, for yeah, both. Yeah. And see, I gave a warning on that one. I was like, the first one's good, the second one is weird. Right. Yeah. Okay. You need to like so those like kind weird of games. games as well. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's like very puzzle. It's, 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 it's for everyone. It's a different experience, I would say, for the gallery. It's visually, very, very beautiful. I think. Oh yeah. So you can throw corpses around in it. So anyway. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Cor- yeah, that's corpse uh, throwing simulator two thousand and eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we've also got Tilt Brush, 50% off, Space Pirate Trainer, 40% off, Onward, 40% off. You know, this great title if you're into your military shooters. Gorn, you're going to have a ton of fun with that. That's 25% off. Super Hot, one of my all-time favorites, 25% off. Box VR that I just spoke about, 35% off. And Killing Floor Incursion as well, because that's coming, that's uh, arrived on Steam now as well, Mm. is uh, 50% off. Um, But also, I just wanted to throw this out there as well, because I didn't want to sort of leave our PSVR brothers and sisters uh, out on some juicy discounts, um, because PlayStation just announced that they're dropping these titles uh, permanently now on the PS uh, store. Hmm. So if you're interested, you can check out these titles as well. Uh, Drive Club VR is got 25 percent off oh god uh, <laughs> no don't touch that rent rent to no, 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 no one off. the inpatient 50 percent off um playstation vr world's 25 percent off uh rigs 33 percent off star blood arena 25 percent off until dawn rush of blood 25 percent off and I say the best will last. Wipeout Omega Collection, fifty percent off. You have to. You have. If you own a PSVR, I don't care if you don't like racers. Yeah. You have to buy Wipeout. It's great. So much content. I just replayed yeah. it again yesterday. I had to upgrade. I never do this. I never re-rate. But I had to upgrade mm-hmm. it to a buy because they the amount of content, the depth, the color. You actually get three yeah. games in one. It's silly. Yeah, it's, it's and, and just interestingly, how do you play it, uh, Zim? Because I was speaking to Luke from the Winlands team uh, sure. when we was at EGX. Yeah. He likes to do it from the pilot head, which I just can't stomach that, Are like, you at all. What, you, you drive from ship? From third yeah, person? Like a, You're just a wuss. Uh, so. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, am, I am floating in the cockpit like this. Oh, no. In, no. From, yeah, head. So, like, the ship is doing that. <laughs> And I'm racing around. No, I'm not. I'm not kidding. Like it's total. It is. It, it is total hardcore. Wait, wait, wait. No Show the chat again. How you do it, Sim? How do you float? <laughs> Someone remix that, please. Thank you. Yeah, we we need a VR inside yeah. remix of uh, the dance moves. What I, 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 like, what, I would, what I would warn people for is Drive Club and 
that's about it. I, I think that drive club was pretty bad, even for someone that isn't so, really into racing oh, stuff, but oh, oh. my days. <laughs> that was no, one of my no. first places VR titles I played. The problem is, right? The problem is it looks the part and it's got a bunch of cars and the tracks are kind of pretty, but the feel of the game, it's worse than arcade. It's like floaty. It's like yacht around a track simulator. It's just not a good yeah. game. It's so fun. Well, there you go. You you know, like Zim's our resident racing expert. Yeah, and if true. he says it's crap, then it's crap. Yeah. Oh. The only thing I wanted to qualify there, because I, I think I've triggered <laughs> off with the wrong game. People are saying Starblood Arena. I have not played Starblood Arena, so I will scratch my comment on that. <sighs> okay. Yeah. I don't actually yeah, I don't actually either. know what Starblood Arena looks, is. It looks awesome, by the way. Like Starblood Arena, all the characters they have. It looks very cool. It looks no, a little I, bit I like uh, or something else. Yeah, it, right. it reminds me a bit of that Nintendo uh, game. Um, How is it called? Star Fox. Right. Yeah. Not because of the name, but because of the characters. So. <laughs> okay. So there we have it. If you want to pick up some yeah. sweet deals this weekend, you can pick them up on Steam or permanently on the PSVR now. You've got some titles there to uh, nice. treat yourself to this weekend Thanks, as well. Mike. So uh, let's talk about some more treats. And that is some treats coming from the developer of Pavlov because he's integrated official Oculus support now. So uh, wow. you could play Pavlov on the Oculus Rift before uh, using the Steam version. That was absolutely fine. But now you're going to have even better performance, yeah. uh, even better stability, and even better tracking. Uh, so if Pavlov or Onward are your jam, you know, and you want to play on Rift, then now you're going to be very happy indeed. Also- uh, you still obviously have to play the game on Steam. Like, it's not available on the Oculus Store. But um, it's got some new mechanics uh, in there as well, some oh, new grab mechanics, okay. some new inventory, anyway. quick slots. Uh, you can grab your weapons now, holstering them on your shoulders if you want, or your hips. And it's got a new sprinting system involved. So really? if, uh, it's actually six quid or something now. It's, it's actually on a big discount as well. It, it's on the sale. It's been a while since you've played yeah. it. You should really check it out again because it has improved like a lot since uh, it came out originally. Yeah. Yeah. People might not know, but it's basically like GoldenEye or Counter-Strike in VR. Like yeah. It's, oh, yeah, it's, totally, really, yeah. it's really yeah. quite fun. I think you just need to have some people to play with and then you're good. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And the biggest plus is that like there are workshop maps everywhere. You know, you can go into yeah. a CSGO map. You can go into Call of Duty maps. It's it's all there. Yeah, the original yeah. GoldenEye maps are bloody fun in that, actually. Like you can go into facility yeah. and stuff like that. It's very good. The problem for me is like I absolutely suck at those games. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like so bad. Where's my grenade? Really You've got to really invest time into like a game like Pavlov or Onward to be good at it because like the player base have been playing since the beginning and they are yeah, just yeah. so good now. Yeah. It's unreal. True. Like, but there you go. If you're interested, you're going to have a way better experience than the Rift. And like uh, these guys said, you know, go and check it out again now because a lot has changed since you probably played it a long time ago. So uh, yeah. So. Uh, on, on to our next uh, uh, little short bit of news. Uh, I'm sorry to admit to you guys, but um, I turned yesterday. And not to the dark side, but to the uh, flat uh, side. Uh, the closet <laughs> or something, you know. Easy there. Don't get too excited, you see, Mike, I I'm told not available you, for I you told just you. Yet. This is exactly just what yet. I said to him. When, when he came yeah. on today, he's like, he's, he's going to yeah. say this news. And I was like, no, you <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So I, I played I played God of War yesterday. Yeah. It wasn't a complete traitor. I did actually play it in VR, in big screen, uh, and I live streamed it for around two hours. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really cool game. Like it's one of the most anticipated games, like Pancake Games, uh, to come out this year so far. So I thought I had to check it out as I've just picked up a, a PlayStation as well. Um, and yeah, like having having played it in in big screen was just so so great. Like the game itself is so so nice. We got, we got the um, Lonely Viper in the chat saying that Mike kind of looks like Kratos. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I did. I did. I posted. A, I did. I posted a picture yesterday where I, so I photoshopped okay. his like uh, his like tail on my face. Uh, it's like identical to him. I've got the beard. I've got the head. So if we ever go to an event and we're going to cosplay, you know, we know that obviously Nathie's going to go as Booker Dewitt from Bioshock. I'm going to be Kratos. That's it. Done. Yeah. Oh yeah, we um, had Borat too, by the way. I, uh, as far as I know, yeah, that was rowdy, and and Zim was uh, Zim. Uh, Zim was Zim, right? <laughs> that was. Oh yeah, he was going to cosplay as himself. <laughs> yeah that's right i remember now um but yeah the game itself like it, the, the the graphics and the scenery and the environments were absolutely stunning the, the story just like hits you straight from the beginning and doesn't let up it's got this really cool like father and son bond story and like kratos is such a douche to his son it's just really really funny like he's just like his son like misses a deer like with his bow and he's like oh he's like he's so disappointed in him. <laughs> he's just like uh he's just like yeah really really blunt with him it's really really funny um but yeah, the combat was really satisfying and fun as well. And playing in big screen, obviously, you get like all the lighting effects from the screen. So in the virtual theater that you're sitting in gets lit up with the, uh, the, the sort of scenery on the screen as well. And when you go into dark environments, it gets all dark and murky. And um, one, one of the things I would say, the best, best thing about playing a game like this in VR is that you're completely immersed in it, right? You're not distracted by your mobile phone. You're not distracted by people talking around you or other applications that you've got up and running. You're just in the game and you're just engrossed in the yeah. story. And I think that's one of the best use cases for playing a pancake game in VR is that you're not distracted by anything yeah, I, else. I did it as so, well uh, uh, yeah, a week ago really with, cool uh, with Far Cry 5 and it's a crazy good yeah. experience, yeah. Mm. I've got a mm. God of War yeah, like definitely. that as well, definitely. Yeah, and we've got to we've got to finish uh, our little adventure with out. the uh, a way out yeah. together as well. <laughs> I really want to I really want to play more of that game as well. I had a weird so, one like uh, that a couple of weeks ago. Um, there was a lot of kick up about uh, Chrono Trigger, mm. and I played mm. that in virtual desktop. And it's funny because like in virtual desktop, the game looked grand, like they'd done some like upscaling on the graphics, and all the PC mm-hmm. players were like, "God, this looks terrible." But to me, I was like, I had a really enjoyable time. I didn't even notice, and I'm usually picky about mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But they've actually patched yeah. that. So if you did manage to buy. Chrono Trigger on re-release on Steam, another 2D game. We shouldn't be talking about this stuff, but uh, you know they yeah. patched it, so there's uh, there's good. Don't turn to the flat side. Don't do <laughs> Don't it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's a dark, it's a dark, slippery slope, and you'll end up <laughs> in a dark place. Okay. So don't do it. I'm back now, though. I'm back into VR. Wow. So. Um, so next up, uh, Psychonauts is coming to Rift and Vive this week. Uh, Double Fine's title, Psychonauts in the Rhombus of Ruin, released on PSVR about a year ago now. Oh, yeah. But it's finally arrived on Rift and Vive. So Excellent. if you're interested, yeah, exactly. They probably bought the exclusive rights to it for a year. Hopefully the same will happen with Resident Evil 7 soon. Like, jeez, oh, <laughs> like we talk about it almost every show Like that needs to come to the Rift and the Vive. But in uh, Psychonauts, you assume the role of uh, Raz, an intrepid young uh, psychic who is now a fully-fledged member of the Psychonauts, who are an elite group of international psychic secret agents. And the story sort of picks up from the original game uh, where it left off, which is the original Psychonauts, which came out like way back in 2005, right? It's quite an old game. Um, but you're actually part of part of it now because you're in VR, right? And you check this one out, Zim. You're you're uh, you've you've played this for yourself on I, PSVR. I have actually. I think this is another one of those titles like the uh, Invisible Hours, which for me, um, I played on PSVR. Going into it, I was like, you know, not expecting much good. Uh, I also looking at the art style, of the original Psychonauts. I know a lot of people are going to burn me at the stake, uh, but I I was never enticed to play the original Psychonauts because of how it looked. It was just like too zany. I know that coming from me, that might sound <laughs> stupid, but mm. like it it just was too zany for me. I love things like um, 
like uh, the original um, Monkey Island series, all these things from LucasArts yeah. that Tim Schafer had done prior to his his, his new team. Uh, but Psychonauts yeah. never really attracted me. But I played the Rambus in the Rambus of Ruin, and actually I found it to be like it's a it's a decent like game. It's like six or seven hours. There's a whole bunch of different scenes that are really well done in VR. It's a look and teleport to a place mechanic, and then look around your space and then interact with stuff. And you have to think about your the kind of psychic powers and all that type of thing. But for me, it got a buy rating out of me because it was it's really unique. And mm. um, the sound design, the graphics, the voiceovers, the characterization, all strengths. And, and mm. it actually got me to the point where I was like, you know, I, I ended up liking Raz. Like he's, 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 he's a cool dude and all the characters around are, are pretty neat. And they do some things in the game that I wasn't expecting them to do. So it's one of those titles that I would say, if you got a, you know, if you got a PSVR, you'll probably have bypassed it. Go check it out. Yeah, or check it out on Rex and Vive now because it's out. Yeah, now. I, I'm you can so pick it up glad right now. it's come to the PC platform yeah. because it's gotten. I know they've had underwhelming sales on it, and it's mm. not fair. It's one of those things that it, it's it's kind of being missed by an audience. And you got to hang out with Tim Schafer, right? Uh, EGX Res yeah, last weekend. We heard about him, and I think one of the things that I would say about it, I was really interested. So at the end of his, he gave a kind of a speech about his career and stuff like that. Very funny guy, naturally. Um, he basically said that you know VR is now a channel it's like an established channel but it's not like the be all end all it's not going to like eat everything else but he find he found it's kind of like you know if you're going to make a game for nintendo ds if you're going to make a vr game it's like another one of these kind of tick boxes you can say i'm going to go publish content there and it's a choice if you're a game developer so i agree with that and um yeah him and his his producer who i got to meet who had this awesome like like stitched uh jacket of don't sing showing the, the double fine logo in all colors and all that he's six seven I don't think I've ever, you know, <laughs> wow. been at a pub with the dude who was six seven at all. And then I like get introduced to this guy. I'm like, he's like, yeah, I'm the producer for Double Fine and all that. And and then it was a, it was a funny story because someone was tapping someone on the shoulder and was like, oh hey, it was a buddy of mine. And it actually was Tim Schaefer who was there. So it was a bit of a laugh for a couple of minutes right. to him and his producer. Awesome. Nice. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. So if you're interested in picking up uh, Double Fine's uh, Psychonauts in the Rhombus of Ruin, you can check it out on Oculus Home or on Steam. Um, it's about sort of £15 uh, yeah, and 20 US that. dollars. It's worth that. But they're offering on both stores right now a 20% uh, launch discount. So if you're interested oh, in picking it up, now's good. a good time to that's pick good. it up. By the way, uh, talking about tall persons, I, I once met a hobbit in Amsterdam and uh, it was fun hanging out with... Uh, Oh, wait, it was Mike. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're about the same height, dude. We're about the same height. I'm pretty about sure we're the same, same height. height. Yeah. I'm not so sure about that. I'm going to get a picture and confirm this yeah. after the show. Please confirm Ooh. this. Mike, are you wearing a platform. booster seat right he's now? Very, he's, he's very... He's booster seat. Very good. I'm tiny but mighty. That's that's my uh, my saying. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's uh, move on to our main topics. First up, Alien Descent. As if the mod to play Alien Isolation wasn't terrifying enough. <laughs> At least, though, with the mod, you could just play it in the confines of your own house. Only the people that you live with will, will hear your girly screams. And, you know, you can just change your underwear or just throw them away and just jump in the shower and clean yourself off no, afterwards. It and it was all fine. Now, now, we got to stop there, Mike, for a second. We got to stop there. I got to ask you a question, which is, has that ever happened to you in a VR game? Have you ever no. had that issue? <laughs> no, I've never soiled myself, <laughs> put it that way, good. ever. That's good. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Like this is, wait, this is wait, a question wait, wait. that leads uh, to uh, you know, uh, uh, another experience. Yes, so, no, no we're not going there. 
I did have an issue where I did have to check because I was like, I think I just shat myself. So oh, I no. casually walked off stream and I checked. I was good. I was good. But I actually thought it would happen. <laughs> so what was the game? I can't game? remember. It was something scary. Was Are something you kidding scary. me? You I'm can't remember. I know. Bring that topic up without having play to trainer. You know. <laughs> Was it Halo Recruit or Jumanji? <laughs> that would make sense. That would make sense. Then. Yeah, it was it was a dirty I, protest. Genius, <laughs> 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 genius. So I'm the uh, only one then, eh? Never happened to you. Yeah, maybe? Seem, seem, seems that way. I'm a, I'm a scaredy. Um, so don't worry. If we if, if we ever get invited to go to California to check it out, I'll make sure I bring the adult diapers with it with me. Thanks, Mike. Um, Appreciate it. But so this this uh, alien descent experience is uh, similar to the void, right? It's not actually part of the void; it's a standalone thing. But it's a, a four player experience that pits you against the most terrifying uh, creature from the movies, and that is, of course, the xenomorph uh, from Aliens. And uh, you know these creatures are just so terrifying just by their design. Like uh, it was it was it uh, J.R. Geiger like created these uh, monstrosities like years and years ago these hulking beasts that are predators and they've got acid for blood so they're like they're most terrifying in their design but um with this experience you team up with up to four players and then you as a group go in and then meet up with a, a sort of an elite team of like colonial marines and the whole sort of uh, premise is that you investigate a distress signal from a, a wayland utini oh uh, mining outpost <laughs> Um, so you and your squad have to go in, investigate, contain the threat, which is obviously <laughs> these uh, aliens, uh, quarantine any survivors, and then get off world safely. So it sounds completely badass. Uh, we don't have obviously have any footage because uh, you know they don't have a trailer or anything okay. like that. So we're actually showing footage from uh, Alien uh, Covenant, Covenant, which is the latest movie, to give you kind of an idea of what we're talking about. Uh, Covenant, sorry. I have the feeling uh, it's like like a like based on what you're telling here. I have the feeling it's a wave based shooter kind of game, but with a storyline where you go from one place to another. Or is that not so what I a? So. I I don't think so. So like having having experienced the void, like uh, even though it's in a small confined space, it's amazing the sense of freedom mm. they can give you in such a small area mm. because it had physical rooms and physical doors that you have to go through, and. Um, it can really convey that yeah, you're think, actually moving that is a, a strong fair point distance. that you can actually use the environment to make you feel more immersed like if there's a wall there there Absolutely. will be a wall there in virtual reality yeah. and i think that is a something that Absolutely. is even more immersive in that way so i think it would be a little bit weird if they would then yeah. just show like a wave shooter because then they're not really using that yeah. environment you have to crawl through like yeah. those like hallways and that kind of stuff and feel that kind of you know to make that uh, exactly yeah. exactly like, like according to pd it's only a 15 minute experience so you don't even have time to really go into a shooting fest well so like the void is only like a 15 20 minute experience as well but it's well worth it like i would say because like y you do get completely drawn into the world because you're dressed you know with all this gear on you've got a gun um you're looking at other players they're actually represented as stormtroopers and you're going through doors and you're in a spaceship and the floor's shaking and you feel heat and there's just it, like it is a standout experience like 15 minutes doesn't sound like a long time but when you're in something like this, especially <laughs> as terrifying as this, like being an alien, I think Let's 15 all, minutes is going to be enough because people are going to be, be screaming out. Like, Get us out, like, now. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, us thinking that would be freaking interesting, though. Oh, right? man, like, so I, I would be so I, pumped. I would be so pumped to do this as, as yeah. the four of us it, check it, this it out. It will be something like, uh, okay, now you're, it's your turn to open Whoa. the next door. It's like, everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. Zim, he's like, Zim, yeah. can you now? Because it's your turn now. That's usually what happens when something is scary, right? But this kind of experience, and that's the same. like, I, I still yeah. want, <laughs> I want an experience like this where it's all, all you can eat buffet. You know, you pay 100 quid. You go in, and if you can last eight hours in a kind of a tension, what, what I'm looking for. <laughs> no, I'm I'm serious because, it, like, VR bug mentioned in chat, right? Vive yeah. base stations 2.0 tracking is Warehouse. like 98 Warehouse. square feet or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever, or 98 square meters or something like that. It, it's huge. Um, hmm. I want to go into a space and forget that I'm there. I've only had this ever happen to me once, and it was with a Vive, and it was in a space at EGX in the UK. And it was with um, uh, that. It was something diplomacy. Nathan might remember the game. Diplomacy. You like unseen, uh, unseen yeah. diplomacy? Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah and you had to that. like you had to, like unscrew like uh, gates yeah, and like yeah, crawl yeah, through yeah, spaces yeah. And, and walk on ledges. And that was that was an experience that like it was so weird coming out of because it was like I totally forgot that I wasn't in the game. And I had no worry about hitting anything because I was in a very large right. kind of green screen area. And it was right, right. Like I want that for hours yeah. with a team right. and forget it. You know? I don't, I, I don't so want to be stuck on a planet full of aliens for hours. Yeah. No freaking way. So <laughs> because so like, I do like the idea of like having maybe some kind of like escape room idea of that. Yeah. Of like yeah, yeah. hours where you really need to team up together and, 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 and have like an intense like – actual fight going on or something so the best thing that the void did like you didn't start off with a gun so you were a stormtrooper and you were on a on a like a uh you know a spaceship landing on a planet and you had to get the the the, the plans to the death star because you were like um undercover like rebels and then when it all went crazy and you were discovered by the the stormtroopers then there were guns on the wall that you could just go up to and pick up and then you just naturally get involved in the fight so if they do something similar in this that would be really cool so you know when the aliens start arriving you're like unarmed but then you can just grab a gun off the wall and start yeah. getting involved in the fight with the marines mm. like that's going to just so, so, so who, cool who made this by the way because i know that yeah. uh, the, the the void experience the at least the star wars one has been made by uh, industrial light and magic a part of it right so you know right. it, it, it like their, their seal of approval is already on there and with this yeah. like uh, some random dev who bought like a license to publish this or is it actually it's it's a proper legit studio i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head but they partnered up with foxnet so they've obviously partnered up with foxnet to bring this but um from the studio name i can't remember off the top of my head but it was a legit one and what they've done is they've gone a step further in 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 terms of the void in that this experience features some new technology that you don't have to have wires and you don't even have to wear a backpack somehow they've worked out some magic that you don't have to wear a backpack PC because that's essentially how the void works, right? Yeah. You wear a, a suit, which has like a haptic vest, which is great because you feel the shots and stuff, but it also has a PC, which is fairly heavy in your back. Isn't that just Whereas a TP this, cast? No, isn't that just the TP cast in terms of, because it's wireless transmission of the image to the, if, I don't know. It, they, one, they, they could be using something like that, <laughs> but obviously, you know, a bit like the void, they're not telling oh, you what headsets no. they're using or what type of technology they're no. using. Um, but yeah, so it's just a case of wearing the headset and a battery pack. I would imagine that's how they're going to do it. So it's fairly lightweight. Um, but the only problem is with this whole thing, which I am super excited about, by the way, uh, is that it's only available right now in one single place. And that is uh, uh, a place called the Outlets uh, Orange in California, which is near Disneyland in California. 
Yeah, I have, to, I, have to, I have the feeling they are going to bring this more to like theme parks where um, you have those in like in, in October, usually, you know, around mm. Halloween, they have those uh, uh, themed escape uh, rooms or like haunted houses, mm. like Stranger yeah. Things or mm. uh, like all kinds of themes from uh, famous movies. So I think they are going to maybe test this out first and then mm. also bring it to theme parks because it's for them, it's like pretty cheap to do this. Because you don't really need to actually, build anything around it. Like the rooms in the end are empty. You don't see anything because it's all happening in the It actually VR, remembers so. me a little bit well, of uh, something that I did a lot as a kid. Mm. Is was you had those like capsules that uh, represented like uh, uh, rocket ships. And you can go in there and they would just have like a 2D screen on there. But you have like you know, those 3D yeah, glasses yeah. so you, you could experience. And then the, mm. you would crash on an uh, on an alien planet, and that alien planet was filled with dinosaurs. Oh that's what I, that's how it went. And like every amusement park that I went to, it had something remotely similar like this. We always crash on an alien planet with yeah. dinosaurs on there. So you would go in there, and then you would dinosaurs. like feel the crash, and the machine would start shaking this and that. And you would crash down, fly through the woods, and you would see all these dinosaurs. And at the end, like you see like this big tyrannosaurus, you would get eaten. That was the that was the. We, we, we know you love dinosaurs that's, so much. That's the right? Genesis point. We've been searching for this for years. We know where Rowdy's affinity <laughs> yeah. for dinosaurs it comes from now. It, yeah. it, it, would be, it would be kind of creepy if you're walking around in that, that VR space then and people are like touching oh. you as well, like in haunted houses where they kind of tickle you a bit. So you, so someone is walking around there in like a Xenomorph suit and smelling your butt. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah. And then there's nothing there. And, you know, they can pull you around in real life mixed with VR, you know? Yeah. Because that was the funny thing. Like when I went and did the void and there was a stormtrooper next to me, like my buddy, like we could high five and we were actually high fiving. So he was a virtual avatar, but I was high fiving cool. a real person. It, it was cool. so cool. It was so when cool. You're talking- but like uh, the, the void is like a real pop-up thing. Like it was just in the middle of a yeah. mall and it looked fairly small in terms of like footprint of the actual square that they were using. So this this is the kind of cool thing that they can use these pop-ups in malls or in, in places nearby. As long as like people are paying for it and they're using it and they're enjoying it. I, I could th- I could see this becoming a bigger thing. Yeah, like you say, right. Rowdy, like popping up at, at like theme parks and stuff like that as well. Elementary schools. Yeah, they, they play, <laughs> chuck some kids in the alien one. Yeah, like enjoy kids. <laughs> enjoy never sleeping again (laughs) if you talk about getting touched in vr like alien isolation it is a good idea if you for example have some kids that have been a little bit naughty like just like chop them in there and uh you know 15 minutes will come and get you yeah waterboarding children is that what we're saying Uh, we live in europe yeah you're gonna be terrified (laughs) 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 this is genius Yeah. Well, there you go. That's Euro for you. No, but getting touched in VR can be <laughs> Like, uh, I didn't realize what was going on, and I was playing Alien Isolation with my DK2 some years ago, and my, mm. I, I saw it on the replay later, but my cat had been sitting on my desk for about 15 minutes. I didn't know. And she used to like to kind of like rub against my nose, and she did that to the rift when an alien was like right around the oh corner. My God. And it's like to have something in the room that's completely silent. Like I knew my wife wasn't around. I thought it was totally safe. Like, how, how did you explain those bruises to the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> so there we have it. Alien Descent looks awesome. Hopefully, you know, we, we could check it out. I'd love to check it out with you four guys. Yeah. That'd be so, that'd be, that'd we be should live stream awesome. that. Like no one yeah. sees us. What No one sees what we see, but they still see us yeah. walk around with those oh, weird things on our head. It was like, ah, oh, my God. Oh, please. Like, totally scared. 
would be also funny if they if they suddenly someone grabs Mike and then he's gone. Like, hey, Mike, Mike, where did Mike go? You know, that would be like I know it's kind of scary if someone grabs you out of nowhere, but if someone disappears, oh my god, Mike is standing on like a trap or something, and then he goes down, and it's like. But hey, wow. <laughs> like, wow. Like that would be I love next it. level, right? Great idea. That would be like next level. <laughs> so there we have it, Alien Descent. If you're in California and you go and check it out, please let us know what it's like. Yeah. I'd love to know yeah. your thoughts. Go for it. Um, so next up, we're going to be talking about the Vive Pro. Uh, we're going to be talking about the cameras at the front because uh, the Vive Pro obviously came out like a few weeks ago now, but a feature of the device that they've made uh, you know, like a really, like sort of a bit of a mystery is the the front facing cameras. Like no one actually knew what they were used for or what they were designed to do. Um, but HTC released its software development kit for the front facing cameras uh, this week, and some devs have been showing off what they can actually do. So um, HTC says the SDK is named SR Works and includes three modules: uh, a depth module, a see through module, and a 3D reconstruction module. So it looks like from what they've uh, shown is that the Vive Pro can also be used as an augmented reality device now. Uh, some would say that maybe you should be calling a device like this a mixed reality device. Oh, my <laughs> but, are we going there again? But, uh, <laughs> Microsoft have already uh, claimed that name, so we can't call the device like that mixed reality, even though it is true mixed reality because it does AR and VR together, which that's true. Microsoft yeah. doesn't do, by and the that's way. That's kind of funny. Um, this is like the actual like Windows mixed reality uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But don't get me triggered on that because uh, I'll start talking about but that is this for real augmented reality or is it virtual augmented reality? No. It... <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. I was just going to answer that question. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> so with these uh, tools, uh, creators can now use depth and spatial mapping to do things like uh, placing virtual objects in your real-life environment, uh, live interactions with virtual objects as well. So with with hand uh, interactions. If you see the, the video that we might be showing uh, now, I'm not quite sure, but there's one with a fish. Um, and the the person that's actually wearing the headset isn't using a controller to interact with the fish. They're just using their actual hand. So it was tracking their actual hand and their interaction with this uh, augmented reality fish that was overlaid in the real life environment. So that's actually pretty smart technology. So you're not even using controllers. You can actually use your physical hand to interact with something in the display. Hey Mike, could you uh, could you give us a um, a texture map of your face? I, I just have a project that I want to. <laughs> you just want to hit my face in augmented reality. Uh, that's a paid experience. It's coming to uh, to Vive soon. I'll pay. No, but I, I, I really see this like if they could build like a HUD or something in there would be nice. But like for yeah. for the gaming space, it could be fun if let's say you, you just saw like Project Ghost. I think that's how it's called. Like it, yeah. it, it there, there's a portal opening and then you are in in the world itself. So let's mm -hmm. say if you start up yeah. a game and it uses that, or later down the road when you you play with like a full VR and then suddenly you go back to that. To that that real life uh, perspective again. If you mix that up yeah. and you, then it could be a cool yeah. like mix between those two, right? Uh, exactly, exactly. And I was thinking in my mind like some ideas of how to mix that sort of virtual reality and augmented reality in a game. And I was thinking like, can you imagine like Portal, right? So say you, you, the Portal game mm. uh, that we all want and need, right? So the, the the start of the game starts off in an AR view. So you're just in your own home environment and you get a present. You open the present and it's the portal gun. You take the portal gun out. And the first thing you do is you shoot a portal, you go through it, and that's it. You don't see your own environment ever again. But you start off in your own home environment and then you're transported mm. to this virtual world. Yeah. And I thought that was like a really cool idea. Or, or that like an Iron Man game where you're flying around as Iron Man, but when you come back and land in your HQ, 
the the visor like the head the, the headset sort of pops yeah, up yeah, well, and then yeah. you're in ar and you've got like a briefing from pepper as to what you need to do next so you put the the visor back down and then you fly yeah, off again in your iron man again. You can do, yeah. so there's some really clever ways yeah you could do some really really cool stuff i think this, this um, still leaves me though with mixed feelings so this this guy this was the first week that i got a chance to play with the vibe pro so it was the last of our pack to try it and I did. Mm. And I would say that the resolution is a bump of 15 to 20% over the Rift. Um, I think that mm-hmm. the fit and feel is weird. Um, I'll explain that in a second. But this AR thing is a big sweetener. Like, I mean, the thing is, I remember like when you when you were back in the DK1 and DK2 days, you'd get all yep. these demos because that's like part of the thing. Like you, you spent the money on the headset and then you got all mm-hmm. these free demos to try because people were just testing stuff. And I, I expect a secondary AR-related wave with the Vibe Pro. So maybe the premium totally. that you pay for with the Vibe Pro will open up yep. the door to... And I'm wondering where this content will be. Is there a content house out there where you but, can go and get but from AR... From a d- developer files? perspective, like, I mean, the VR market is already small. Like, how many how many people in there will have a VR AR headset now? So to, to be yeah, putting money true. and resources yeah. in developing something that at this moment, I, I think it's cool. I don't get me wrong, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know that's if there's right. going to be yeah. so much content that's going to be made for this. Yeah. And also like, again, like the Vive Pro got sold as a industry headset. So how many consumers really have this headset and want to mm-hmm. use this feature? But that's that's right. I think Rowdy is right. Uh, but I I just wonder. I think they they just yeah. wanted to test this and see what it does, and maybe in arcades it can be fun. I don't know. Uh, I think it's. I but think even it's even just a switch, right? That you could just switch from from normal view to VR would well, be useful, right, for you guys, like as content creators. Well, like, you, you, without could, having to you could do that before, but first it was always like on your wrist, so you could just uh, uh, look at your your real view. On, on the casual vibe, the vanilla vibe, and now you can see it in its like, like if you want to, let's say, drink something and it's on your desk, you could just go there and see it. So, I mean, like it's a feature that was there before, but yeah. now in its like full glory, basically. The room right. mapping is pretty sweet, though. I mean, if you if you watch the way yeah. it does like scan room mapping mm. and 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 just mm. pick up your entire yeah. room just from looking around, I find that that's yeah. a really powerful selling point. And to be honest, I mm. was totally not sold uh, yet on AR until we hit Rezd, and there was a game there called Smash oh, yes. Tanks. And I can't remember when you and I got to play, but um, I yeah. played it for hours with my kids and stuff because, like, you just take a desk or whatever, and it was a two-quid game. I couldn't believe the, the selling price. Um, and it builds a little city that's, like, randomly generated, and you got three tanks each, and it's kind of like worms, and you attack each other. I should have mentioned mm. that when we were talking about games played because uh, I, mm. I had since – call it po- if you call pokemon go ar you're kind of cheating because yeah. it's not really doing anything with the environment yeah. this does and it's the first ar experience that i had that was really compelling which is why now i've kind of got this like taster of i'm really keen on and let me let me just qualify what i said by content i don't mean like triple a content i don't mean oculus studios mm-hmm. pushing content well obviously on the five pro they wouldn't be pushing <laughs> content but you know I'm, I'm not talking about big studios i'm talking just indie devs trying things because yeah. I love indie yeah. and I love little indie projects, even if they're like a half hour little thing just to play around with, to tinker with or whatever. Some ideas mm-hmm. there are just so fundamentally yeah. awesome. And there's like a whole warehouse of that stuff, like DK2 Days that I still have that I can't touch yeah. anymore because the wave came and went technology wise. Like the software stack is no longer supported, yada, yada. Same thing's going to yeah. happen yeah. here. I really think that there's going to be something AR wise 
that'll be buzzing mm-hmm. and, and pretty neat. And I'm wondering, I'm asking myself now, like, do I, can I afford to miss this? So, mm-hmm. Also, I'm I'm not sure if these were just rumors, but when I was like doing some research on on the cameras uh, when the Vive Pro uh, got announced. I heard about like depth information so the cameras can see things happening in your room. So let's say yeah. if your cat walks by or there's something in your play space that shouldn't be there, it could warn yeah. you uh, for the fact it's there and that you can get rid of it if you want to. So I, that could also be useful. So uh, yeah, there are so many. Yeah, throw yeah, just throw out. it out of the windows. Uh, yeah, but uh, that, that, that could be yeah. useful. I think there are many, many things that can be useful for this camera yeah. in a way. Yeah. Mm. You're, you're right in that it, it can map the environment around you. And that's actually included for free as part of the SDK. So that's just work straight out of the box, mapping your, your environments. Um, but like you say, it can mean you can place virtual objects well, in your, yeah. your physical environment. So say like a bit like what Magic Leap was showing off, you know, you could have a screen, for example, on your, your wall that wasn't actually there, but is fixed in that space yeah. when you have the headset on using the AR view. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting It is, it is well, interesting, but, but we need more Vive users then, like pro users before it- this yeah. is actually yeah. going to be something mainstream. Yeah. But again, like this is just a, a dev That's feature true. that they're, 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 or, they're throwing out to devs or, right now. Or, or Valve is nice enough to build this into like the, the, the room skill setup where you can maybe use oh, it in a way. Or, I don't know. <laughs> no, you can finally shoot those missiles in in real life. <laughs> you want Not again. Boy? But I'm actually a bit like Zim. Like I'm actually quite excited about this, and it's made me think again. Like, do I want to pick one up? Like, I, the thing is, it's the it's the the FOMO thing. Like, the fear of missing out. Right? Am I going to miss out on something epic by not having one? I don't know. That's that's. The thing. I mean, you just experienced it with the PlayStation VR, so you know how it feels. <laughs> but just Dude. just to comment, just to comment about it, I was missing out for a second. My soul, because because. Like people say it's so balanced and it's lightweight. I will give it that. It feels lighter weight, even though maybe it's not. Um, no, it's not. Because <laughs> it's not technically, right? It's actually it's bulky. It's really bulky. I think it's bigger than the actual no, it's vanilla vibe. It's huge. It's huge. But the thing I was going to say is it's the biggest headset at the moment. It's kind of ridiculous, oh, it to be honest. But it's front and back loaded. Like, yes, it's balanced, but it feels like it kind of feels like um, like it is front and back loaded. And so this this relay is in like wobble. That's a lot of people talk about mm. the wobble effect and it, it, it being a problem in active games. But like when I put it on and I tried it, I was like, yeah, I could do with this resolution, but I'm glad I canceled. And then of course the news dropped about the cameras and now I'm, it's pulling me back the other way. And that's why I think it's a kind of an interesting selling point. I, so I think that, I think that without the, the cameras, because they were first disabled or no one knew how to use them because there was no software available. It, it was kind of like, like a 50, 50 where you, where you could say like, yeah, but a higher resolution is nice, but it's not enough. And now Definitely with this feature enough, yeah. coming along, it gets more interesting, you know, and now people are yeah. like, Oh, so this is also something because no one really, really promoted it in any way. I mean, it was on the Vive website. I think that, those cameras were doing something right and now it's getting more promoted now you see what it can do and you see the gameplay and and now people are like hmm okay maybe this is the moment to but still i think there needs but there needs to be a use case this is this is early adopter Mm. stuff again that's how it feels like as you said first we need to have some demos and then the next headsets will all have like standard cameras in the front i mean then the new rift is going to have that i'm sure and and the the windows mixed reality headsets we thought they were going to have it but i think yeah 
like a next, the next thing, generation like, of, of those Windows yeah. headsets are also going to have it. Uh, and and who knows, maybe the Vive Focus can even do the same as they show with the Vive Pro. The, the problem with the Windows Mixed Reality cameras is that they can't be used for that function because they're used for tracking yeah, the controllers. Uh, it's so, so they can't it's do both. It's still confusing. Why did they call it? Yeah. Now we finally have the first one that does it. Yeah, and then they exactly. Have, then they have a pro name and not – it's so unfair. Yeah. It's, it's so confusing. Yeah. My brain is still farting over this confo where – Talk yeah. about Windows mixed reality and what is mixed reality. It's funny because I, I I did a mixed reality guide, obviously how to record in mixed reality, and I had comments on there saying, "But does this work with mixed reality?" And I was like, "Don't even <laughs> what mixed reality are you talking about?" I think yeah, don't even as far don't as, as I know, Windows mixed reality basically means mixed reality platform. So their platform is called mixed reality yeah. platform. It's like Oculus Home. Then you would say yeah. like the Oculus Rift can do Oculus Home, but they went yeah. for a name that totally fits into a sentence where you're like oh so i can just see the real world then it's just the platform where you can download the games where you can play the games on the windows headsets is called mixed reality <laughs> that's yeah, it. it's like it can be used to everyone yeah 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 it's like, nice one microsoft <laughs> well done but yeah we love we yeah. love your uh, Halo game <laughs> so moving on <laughs> To something that I'm pretty sure is definitely going to be better than Halo Recruit, and that is Defector. So Oculus have recently announced a new Oculus exclusive title coming to the Rift. It's called Defector. Uh, this title is funded and published by Oculus Studios, but is made by the same team that brought you Wilson's yep. Heart, and that is Twi Twisted Pixel. Um, I really like that they've gone down a whole new direction with this latest game. Like It's, it's so different from Wilson's Heart in the terms of its art style and the Thank way it looks. God. But the story, na yeah, exactly. the story narrative exactly. is still there. You can still I think see it's from the, the same developers, yeah, because, basically. Eh? You, you can see a certain like style mm. and a sort of like stuff that they do as well, the hand interactions and all of that, the facial expressions. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty, pretty neat how right? they maintain that style yeah. in this title. Yeah. yeah, but like the Wilson's Heart like had the story which compelled you to finish the game, right? And I'm hoping that's going to be the same with this. Like, even though it's got these like great epic sort of set pieces and the action and everything else, I really hope it's the story that drives the gameplay rather than the other way around. Because um, in this game, you take the role of an undercover spy. Uh, you know, from some of the scenes in the trailer, it just looks like something straight out of like a Bond movie or a Jason Bourne movie. You've got all these like big action set pieces. You know, you're driving a plane, a, a, a car out the, the back of a plane and then you're scaling on the side of a plane as it's burning well, on fire and so to me Mike this like, is this is I expect you to die but you can get up and do shit like I mean and yeah, much more action this, this development studio we said it before right we said about Wilson's Heart like they have the quality they just didn't have the pacing mm. what did this do this is like mm. their their stuff fast forwarded so I'm, I'm actually the only thing I kind of this. like was a bit iffy yeah. about is that you can see so much of the hut during gameplay Huds. Yeah, I knew. I was about to say like, the same I, thing. I watched the trailer now I again, and the stuff. So, so there's thing, thing that like bugs me. Like it's like a there's the hut. What, are we high fiving again? Yeah. Or what? Yeah. Wait, this this the other way. Other way. Yeah. Um, so the thing about the HUD, right, is it's actually explained in gameplay is that you start off as an agent and you're in the bathroom and you're looking at a mirror yeah. and they give you like this contact lens and you put the contact lens in your eye and, and that, that explains really the, good that they do the that. I really like the it that they do that. But still, I, I mean, I did, it's not in every yeah. gameplay scene, yeah. so I still have the impression you can sometimes like take it out or something, or that you don't have that. Um, but it feels it's very intrusive to have it like it would be maybe better to be on just on the bottom or like on like the top, but like 
over the vertical. Yes. It won't feel as bad in VR. It, I guarantee you. Just give me a watch. Give you give yourself yeah. a watch or something. Don't don't put it in your face. But I'm. It's not. Yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 not. I'm I'm super anti HUD when it comes mm-hmm. to game design. But when you choose to put it in, to put it in in this way, oh, yeah. actually yeah. isn't so bad. I'll compare it to in Redout. You have a very similar thing where if you're looking at it in 2D, you'll you'd say the exact comment that you said, Rowdy. Invasive. Like that's that's what strikes you when you mm-hmm. watch this in flat. But when you actually are in the game. Your brain kind of ignores it, and it's there when you need it, especially if it's that kind of translucent or transparent, you know. So I, we'll we'll see. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give them the yeah, uh, definitely the they, they deserve that as well. But, but from yeah, from the trailer, like I really like the mix of mechanics that they've used because there's like so many different mechanics they've shown. Yeah. Like this bran- branching storyline where apparently you can really make choices in terms of which way the mission goes. You know, you've got these options that don't change, so it will it will affect the outcome of the mission, but it's not just, maybe it's affect just the very overall, funny like, to see that since this is story. an Oculus Studios title. Is that they said? Yeah, I mean, we all remember in the beginning that like Oculus was aimed to be like a seated experience, and yet this experience like I expect you to die and Wilson's heart, which was very careful yeah. locomotion. If you yeah. look at this trailer, they're throwing you out of a plane. You know, you're driving in a car, yeah. you're like shooting people while you're running yeah. through the plane. Yeah. It's like yeah. the, the opposite. Like it's uh, nah, but I don't, I don't, I don't think they're they're showing off the full picture here. I'm I'm afraid there is something like I do think they they are using free locomotion. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. You can see that in the trailer. Of course, yeah. we had we had payday where they were faking <laughs> that, so it could still be like getting fake. But I don't think so. But what I what no. I do like the the problem that is that what I think is going to be the problem here is is the the transitions between one scene to another. So it looks like mm. a smooth thing where you're like ramming into a plane with a car but uh, you know how is this going to like i still feel like they're they're not going like completely well with the locomotion or anything like that i i still feel like they like but there Oculus is a is devil still right i mean for, since people have been playing it what why why haven't we been able to do that yet well, uh, it's funny you should say that because press yeah. have actually had access to, to play this oh, game. But, and, but and we, are, the, we are press. I mean, we are no. press. So, I mean. Well, not according to Oculus, we're not because yeah. I did actually well, reach out to and try and play it. They said we will have to talk. Yeah. Shame on you. Yeah. Nearer to release. Yeah. yeah. Same same thing we here. We are very sad. Um, we're crying. But you, you're right, though. You were you were good to spot that, Nathie, that it's free locomotion because um, The Verge actually wrote an article about this because they did have access to it. Uh, and they said that, you know, it is free locomotion and they were actually concerned about, like, motion sickness. Yeah. But whereas I was like, yes, Line finally away. we've got a game that's got free locomotion. This is what the community wants. This is what the community has been asking for. Uh, we finally deliver. They're finally yeah. delivering on what it, the community it, wants. It could be that they are delivering this to the more like like experienced VR players out there yeah, that absolutely. now have the Rift CV1 and and the Touch farewell, uh, yeah. yeah. and and that they are really focusing for that group, and that they are still creating other things out because they they have those levels of like uh, immersive or intense and things yeah. like that. So I, I hope they are not going to because I think meeting two groups is going to be problematic where you have beginners and veterans doesn't seem to match that well or you have to have like uh locomotion options but yeah. uh, like transition wise going from one scene to another that's that's that can be very intense and if they want to go for like a balanced and and like uh friendly way then it's going to be a little boring where you're suddenly in a loading menu again so you had like an epic scene for 10 minutes or five minutes and then you're in a loading menu no, but again that's so exactly I'm afraid what I that part is what I'm, I'm afraid yeah. of. That's exactly what I see here. 
It's not like you jumping into a car, then flying away with it, and then suddenly yeah. you you whatever you you uh, well, land into a house well. and you can just jump out of the car again and. So yeah, I get your point. So you're you're concerned that in between these like big sections, you're going to have like loading or something like like a loading screen. Yeah. Um, yeah, or, yeah. But like I think I think it's great that they have implemented free locomotion and they built it from the ground up with free locomotion in mind. Yeah. And then with the settings, they've got settings enabled to make it more comfortable for newcomers. So you know they do that vignetting, or you can slow down the motion, uh, the free locomotion. Oh, yeah. um, so I think they're going to cater for both. Um, but like you say, it'll be interesting to see how it yeah. turns out. Yeah, I know. Um, but I really like, I personally really like the mix of mechanics that they've shown because, like I say, they've shown the, the branching storyline. So you can change yeah. the mechanics of the storyline depending on which options you choose, yeah. whether you want to go in stealthy or go in guns blazing. Uh, you've got shooting options, you've got hand to hand combat, and yeah. then you've got these sections where you're driving out the back of a plane yeah, yeah. and then scaling on the side of a plane. So it is a real mix of mechanics. Yeah. And I think, you know, like, although Planet of the Apes wasn't a particularly great game, <laughs> what they did do really well was mixing that oh, I'm walking now and now I've just walked straight up to a wall and now I'm climbing like that transition of the two mechanics worked really really well so it's, it's like, if they like, can pull that off yeah as long as they don't then, do the ghost thing where they already spoiler everything for you where it's like oh this is what I need to do next then I'm fine because that's what Wilson's hired at where you could see what your character was going to do next you know yeah, well, I don't think that's going to happen in this with free locomotion. Oh, yeah. like, Wilson's art was yeah. like a teleport locomotion. Uh, okay. right? Yeah, only you see like the fighting part where they tell you where to fight yeah, people. Yeah. That looks very it neat. Me like that, the, uh, the, yeah. the show of the bones. Kind of like, I don't know if you've know, ever seen that scene from the movie where he's like analyzing everything. Like, oh, I'm going to hit him there. This yeah. and that. That's what it reminded me of. Like, oh, I need to hit him there. And then he's going to yeah. spoil it. Uh, going to try and hit yeah. me here. And then, mm. that, looked, that looked really neat. Yeah. 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 What yeah, I, uh, what yeah. I also, last but not least, what I want to say is like when I look at the trailer, I I only see like the left part of the gameplay. It would be nice if they just show the full gameplay, you know. So the, the I think the um, field of view, like in its in its full glory, basically, because I see like the left side, but if you see the fast movement in this trailer, you can see another bar on the right side as well. Like right. So I I just see the left part of the gameplay here. Yeah. The thing, Mike, that, that got me was when you said branching storylines, what I've read online about this is you have the ability in certain parts to actually skip kind of like original Mario game style. Uh, you can skip two hours of the game by choices that you make, not just like, oh, here's a pop up, go left, wow. go right. But if you decide to walk <laughs> yeah. down an elevator shaft, you can actually skip meeting a dude and just bypass two hours of the game. Yeah. Like that is awesome. I wait, wait, really want that. Did, in, in did it actually game. say skip two hours of the game? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can literally bypass the game, segments of the game. Does any? I think it's only like six hours. So it's gonna be it's gonna, okay. Yeah, it's gonna be like Wilson's heart, like a six to eight hour. Yeah, or or they um, they could also. I'm not sure if they use that trick like in like in in smaller parts of the game. Like a way out is doing that too, where you sometimes feel like you did something different, but if you then replay it again, it always ends yeah. up at the same part. The outcome is the same. Yeah, yeah. No, they they did say that the overall yeah. uh, story won't change. Like that won't change, mm -hmm. but the individual missions, the way they play, and the outcome of those missions will change based on your decisions. So like this is a great example like this one that they, we shown in the trailer like you can choose to jump out of the plane uh you know once you've got your information or whatever uh, with a parachute or you can decide to go through the rest of the plane fight the rest of the bad guys and then drive out the back of the plane in a car yeah. like that's a choice you ha you can make you know so 
I, I like the fact that there's options there. And then that, that adds replayability because you think, well, maybe if I didn't make that decision, like how would that have played out the other way? So I think it's smart. If you jump out of the plane or kill all the bad guys and then jump out of a plane with a car, I would definitely want to do both of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I really like the, the animations here, how everything moves yeah. and, and how people give you a gun. I, I don't really see anyone reloading a gun. It would be nice if that's also a part again where you really have to do things yeah. yourself and really Physically do it. Yeah. Instead of just yeah. going to your hip and then, then start spamming your gun again. Because I yeah. like the shooting kind of looks arcadey to me. If he if he like if you see the person going into those rooms, it's kinda like what Planet of the Apes did where they just pop up and you need to go to the next room again. Like I don't think they're gonna fill that up with like like the last hour. Oh, we're kind of the budget is is. I mean, the budget is fine in this one, so I don't think that's the problem. Yeah. But with Plant of the Apes, you had that moment where last twenty minutes, like, oh, just just so sorry, yeah. but I'm so bored now of just shooting people in different rooms, going to the next. Nathan, you made a really good point, and I think for this kind of game, it's super important. It's kind of like what Seriento does so well. You can if you can build flow into an action game uninterrupted yeah. flow for mm. decent segments mm. then you've got a badass game i mean this game to me when i see the trailer that's true. i'm reading i'm reading okay so first off the hud looks like goldeneye back in the day so already you've got me yeah. with a great vibe the second thing which i never played but it was all over the internet at the time and correct me if i'm wrong i think it was called one of the call of duties like second uh it's not modern warfare but it was all these set pieces and it was like their single player Black campaign. World at War? It wasn't no, it wasn't that recent. Um oh, it wasn't Black Ops. Right. It was earlier than that. Press, so press X to pay your respects. Like the World War II. Not, no, ones? it was like the first or second one after the World War II <laughs> saga. But um uh, there were these impossible sequences like on an airplane where you were trying to like shoot 20 different dudes and get to the pilot and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But oh, that's that's modern that's modern that war. War. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was the Mile High Yeah, yeah, that's the one yeah. I'm thinking about. But yeah. both of those Russian, are, yeah. like, they've built that into this game, either intentionally or unintentionally. But I think it really sells, you know? So mm. I hope it feels that way. Yeah, like, I liked what they did with Wilson's Heart. Uh, you know, I think the game had its flaws, but I certainly enjoyed it. And it, it kept me engaged throughout the, the whole game. And yeah. I really wanted to see what happened at the so, uh, you know, I've got some faith in what Twist and Pixel uh, have yes. got planned here. So I'm excited to see uh, the game when it finally yeah. comes out. Uh, maybe it could be the, the summer blockbuster that Open we're all for. waiting for. Well, if they, if, they, yeah. if, they, we, if they want to, they can send us a key, you know, and then we can check it out on our channels. I mean... Uh, or the demo that they've been showing around. For sure. Uh, so... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. I'd love to check that out. But we we uh, we don't know a release date yet, so we don't know how far away in the future this game is. So maybe it's still quite early days. We don't we don't really know. But there we have it. That is Defector. Something to really to look forward to in the future coming up soon. So uh, I'm going to wrap this one up this week. We've been going on for an hour and twenty five minutes. We've had a good time on the show. We've had Cheers. some laughs. We've had some emotions. We've had some uh, mishaps in our underwear, according to Zim. Yeah. Uh, so we, we've no, had a good one all around. <laughs> So just to remind you, it is a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show live streamed every Saturday on Nathie's YouTube channel. Tune into the show live at 4 p.m. in Europe, 3 p.m. in the UK, and 9 a.m. in Central US. If you missed the live stream, you can catch up with the whole show, which I re-upload on my own YouTube channel, Virtual Reality Oasis, or check out the audio-only version, which you can listen to on your commute or your daily business, which is available on Google Play Music, iTunes, and on SoundCloud. If you did enjoy the show, please leave us a comment or, or some feedback on iTunes or SoundCloud, because that would really help us out as well. So I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. We've certainly had a good time. And uh, we will see you on next week's episode. So until then, bye-bye. Bye.